Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the Horror Stands Podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have 2006's Black Christmas. Sometimes known as Black Xmas because I guess they were trying to be hip. Trying to make facts happen? They, they were trying to make Black Christmas 2006 happen. <laughs> um, Did it happen? It has its fans now. I think it took a little bit of time, mm-hmm. maybe even including myself, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But yes, this is one of the remakes of the iconic 1974 Black Christmas, which we've covered. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think you liked the original a I lot. Did. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, top five movies of all time, actually, for me. Love that's, it. That's pretty high. It's It's a great, great movie. This is not, but I do think it's entertaining <laughs> to an extent. But what did you think? I feel like this movie's trying to be edgy and like intense, but it doesn't. It it doesn't in like the wrong ways for me. It to be to try to remake the original Black Christmas and like this is what we got. It 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 didn't quite hit the mark for me. Um, yeah, to me, this is just a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think I liked it very much when I first seen it, but over the years, I think I've just kind of embraced the kind of campy elements. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's just a great Christmas movie just because of the vibes and the decorations and the lighting. They get all decked out. Like this movie, I mean, it's almost like over the top how much, how Christmassy this movie is, mm-hmm. but I don't care. Even though, you know, I, I as I stated probably before, I hate Christmas. I love Christmas horror. So, you know, I might not watch this movie every year like the original, mm-hmm. but like every other year I could watch this one. Regular Grinch over here. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen the Grinch either. Either one? The original well, animation? You, or the Jim Carrey's? I mean, I've probably seen the original one like as a kid. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've never seen the Jim Carrey one. I don't think I've ever seen the Jim Carrey well, one. Well, you hate full. Jim Carrey, so uh, yeah. We except for um, oh gosh, Ace Ventura two. No, when nature calls. No, what was the one where the memories is getting his mind wiped? Oh gosh, Eternal it's like, Sunshine of the Spotless yes, Mind. That was. A I great don't think Jim. I've seen that whole thing, but apparently it's amazing. That was a great Jim Carrey film. He should have stuck with dramas, basically. He should have. He missed his calling. <laughs> he is in this thriller called The Number 23, I believe, which isn't supposed to be very good. But, you know, oh. if we run out of episodes, maybe we'll cover. Episode 1,789. <laughs> number 23 stands. <laughs> Do you want us to cover that film? <laughs> directed by Joel Schumacher, I believe, who directed The Lost Boys, though, which is great. But he also directed Batman and Robin. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. So this was a complete miss for you or I mean, I was just, you know, it's trying to remake the original. The original had that, you know, suspense that it was a pretty classy. Yeah. Horror movie, despite the killer saying, see you next Tuesday all the time and stuff like that. Being yeah. very aggressive on the phone. Yeah. Like, but I, I think why I can embrace this movie now, I'm like, okay, it's not the original. It has a similar premise, obviously, but this is like the trashy, gory, guilty pleasure version of that movie mm-hmm. you know yeah but my problems with this movie come in with the fucking what do you what do you think i hated about this movie was you know it, me was it the incest 
well, the incest too, but <laughs> all that backstory. Oh, yeah. Because the part of the original that was so great was the mystery. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could maybe in our minds come up with a story because, you know, he did talk about Agnes, which mm-hmm. we will get a lot of in this movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, and like, you know, talking about Billy and Agnes and mom and baby and this and that. But like the good thing was that we could like we didn't have any direct answers that was what's scary about it and this Mm -hmm. movie's like fuck that here's the answers here's all the answers and i just feel like had this movie just stuck with the girls in present day yeah and like i don't even care if they could speculate they can talk about what they think might have happened that's fine but to get these flashbacks completely like ruin the pacing of this Mm -hmm. very short movie i'm like just give us i want more bitchy girls yeah you know what i mean which is which is funny because i Typically, when we'll talk about films, I'm always like, oh, I wish I knew like a little bit more, a little bit more, like what was going on. And then when this movie finally gave you that little bit and more, I'm like, okay, like, that's, like, that's enough. Was it too much incest and yellow people for you? <laughs> it's way too much uh, incest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, this movie was written and directed by Glenn Morgan. He's part of the team who did Final Destination, the original, and Part 3 with James Wong. Um, James Wong directed 1 and 3, while Glenn, he produced and co-wrote it. Then Glenn, in 2003, did a remake of the movie Willard, starring Crispin Glover, which got decent reviews, but was like a big box office bomb. Mm -hmm. So like he kind of felt like, you know, I need a hit basically yeah so i think when he did this movie and this movie was produced by the weinsteins so i think he wanted to do something a little bit more classy although you know you have the incest there buddy um like the weinsteins as we know they suck and they're always just wanting things changed you know so they wanted more gore and stuff like that more jump scares Mm -hmm. which like i watched a couple behind the scenes and Glenn doesn't like that kind of stuff so I don't know I kind of feel like he was just kind of going with whatever they said because he wanted you know he felt like you know his last movie flopped so let me just try and get a hit movie which didn't work out because this didn't do well womp womp um and also releasing this movie on December 25th seems weird to me like why not a few weeks before Christmas because okay maybe You'll get people to go on Christmas. I mean, I want, but, mm-hmm. but after that, you know what I mean? Like, who's going to want to see a Christmas movie? I don't know. After Christmas? The Weinstein suck. They just suck. Isn't it like a big movie day, though? Christmas Day? Yeah. But, like, once that's over, you know what I mean? You, your, your movie's not going to have legs. So this mm-hmm. movie flopped. It got bad reviews. I don't think the fans liked it at the time. But now, I, you know, like I said, I do see quite a bit of love for this movie so there's that it's, it's getting there <laughs> it's getting there <laughs> so did you watch the original black christmas this year yet um i have not yet did we watch i wonder if we watched it this year for our no we watched it last last year we did it for our christmas mm-hmm. month right yeah. yeah so i mean if we really want to torture ourselves next year we could do the 2019 blumhouse one. Oh boy and then maybe by the next time we hit christmas there'll be another one another remake just keep remaking it. <laughs> Just so we have something to talk about we have at Christmas. All these different versions of Black Christmas. <laughs> a TV show. That could there, be different. There we go. Black Christmas TV show. Okay. So we open up. Okay. I see these are the vibes that like we have this girl 
Is her name clearly Claire in the original? Like she's the one who ends up in the yes. chair. Yes, she's Claire. Okay, just this is a vibe. She's like chilling. It's Christmas time. She's got her wine. She's wrapping gifts. She has amazing penmanship. Like this is penmanship porn. If that was a thing, like oh, that's I wish I thing. could write like this. Yeah, I can. When I saw that, I was. But jealous. you're young as fuck. Like, did did you even have to learn cursive in school? I did. Okay, I had, so I you're had, not that young. No, I had to learn cursive, but then. When I was in like 10th, 11th grade, when I had to take my SATs, you had to write this paragraph in cursive and I just stared at it and I was like, fuck, I don't know how to write. You fucking loser. Cause <laughs> I, compl- I like completely. So you're not, you're not, you're no Claire. I couldn't probably not write. I could write my name obviously cause I signed shit, but other than that, it's going to be a struggle. Well, I stand Claire's penmanship. She did not deserve to have one of her eyeballs gouged Popped. out by her checkoff's pen <laughs> it is a pretty aggressive pen she's using like ink too like that's and that's like some fancy ass shit i also thought this was some sort of flashback just because of the way she was dressed she looks very like not 2006 They're trying sorority. to make her a good girl yeah i think but I mean, we don't get the time with her like we did with Claire and the original. Like, mm-hmm. even though she dies pretty early, like we knew who she was. But I still stand her and her amazing calligraphy. Um, <laughs> then we get like a nice scene where I think it's an homage to the Claire scene where she like goes to the closet. Only yep. here she, you know, that she gets attacked from somebody under the bed and not in the closet. I see mm-hmm. what they did there. Okay, do we just want to get in this now though? This movie is just like all over the place. Like we see that. The person under the bed has blonde hair and like these PJs on. Mm-hmm. But then it's like they want us. Then we cut to this insane asylum where Billy, he's locked up and escapes. And it's just like, what are you trying to tell us? Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's all over the place because it's like we can tell that it's not Billy. Right. It's like they want this twist. Well, that was a Weinstein thing. They said to the director like we want two killer maybe they're still like that worked in 96 with screen give us two killers um like 2006 yeah it's still, it'll still work it's just the cutting back and forth and like do you want us to believe that there's two killers or not i don't know i just think it's kind of a hot mess uh, yeah i think they really hurt themselves just revealing a lot of like just the the features of the the first killer that we see like you said like we see their hair so we're like, okay, we already know it's so, it's like obviously like you said, not it's Billy. Not Billy, unless so. he's wearing a wig all of a sudden, mm-hmm. which you know, maybe you can pull it off, Billy. Whatever you want to do, but mm-hmm. that's not the case. Yeah. So it's not really. And even I, th- I kind of understand because I think you know they even said like we can't do the whole the calls are coming from the inside the house thing again. I mean that was just done the same year with the When a Stranger Calls a remake, which we stand. <laughs> like that's not a twist anymore. So, yeah. Like, I don't know if they were like, okay, two killers, that's our twist, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me. <laughs> they gotta they gotta wait a few more years. Or Be- even if they made it like at the end it's only Agnes. I don't know. Something else. But I don't care about any of this like asylum stuff either. I just want the <laughs> I just want the bitchy girl. Like, yeah, I don't need him breaking out. Like, like just Just tell mm- us he broke out. Yeah, I knowing he's like escaped and loose and like they could just say, Oh, he like he killed uh, the two people escaping. I did laugh at the line though when they're giving him his meal. It tastes like chicken because it's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet 
speaking of remakes and when a stranger calls katie cassidy remake queen this is uh remake two of three that she would star in uh, like i said when a stranger calls mm-hmm. which she was the best character in that that movie joel johnson could never um then she did this and then in 2010 she did the a nightmare on elm street remake which she completely outshined rooney what do we call her in the episode rooney Snora Rooney. <laughs> we were very shady towards Rooney Mara, but I, I, she was better than Rooney Mara, the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, she's fine. I don't know. She's not my favorite final girl. Um, she's all right. Like, I, I do like that, you know, the director said, like, he wanted to cast all these people, like, all actresses of equal caliber as far as celebrity. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really know who was going to die or who would end up being the lead, which I did think was kind of smart. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, even though she is our final girl like you know we're not necessarily spending that much more time with her than the other girls yeah well you've called that out on like some other movies too just knowing the cast you're like oh they wouldn't cast this guy and like not have him like be the killer you know right exactly so that that was smart yeah okay so what i don't understand so in the insane asylum why is there santa he was going to see the children there he the says he Santa? got lost because I think they wanted to make it make a thing because there's like, you know, there's killer Santa movies. So I don't know if they wanted to think us to think that that's where this was going. But it's like, haha, this is just a Santa who got lost. That's <laughs> not here I, for I, it. I was like, these shenanigans. I was like, oh, there's this. I mean, I guess he could be there. I don't know. All those all these black Christmas 2006 stands are going to hate this episode. I'm trying not to shade it too much. It's not that I hated it no, by any means. No, you can live your truth, Matt. It's not that I hated it. it wasn't like the Blob. Is this... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Blob is way better than this. Don't even. I think the Blob was better than. I had more excitement with the Blob. I think if but... you rewatch this like next mm-hmm. Christmas, you'd probably enjoy it more. I do. I do like the fact that there were some of the cast that I recognized. That was nice. Oh, that's why I miss these times because, like, I don't know if I can name most of these characters, but I know every single one of these actresses. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I, the, yeah. So, I, they okay. they say their names so infrequently. That was another. And you got you know me with my characters in movies. I just get overwhelmed and it's like a mess. But it helps if you know the people because, yes. like, even if I mean their characters are kind of all the same. Yeah. I mean. Some are bitchier than others, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. There's different levels of bitchiness. Mm-hmm. So we have Lacey Charbet from Mean Girls, yep, of course. Of course. Um, Gretchen Wieners. Like, she's like the spoiled, bitchy one. She has the line, um, I would like to bury the hatchet with my sister. Camera pans up to her right in her head. Yes, give me more of that. We have <laughs> um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who probably is the biggest star now like i'm trying to think of what else she's been in 10 cloverfield lane and uh birds of prey she well they asked they offered her because they she was in she was the lead in final destination three mm-hmm. so right when they were done with that because that came out before this they're like do you want to come over and do black christmas with us and she's like and they wanted her to be the lead like the katie cassidy character yeah. she's like i'll only do it if i can play somebody different and play like this kind of Spoiled princess, bitchy girl. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I kind of would have liked her in the lead. I won't lie, because she's great at it. But, yeah. you know, I understand where she's coming from. Um, Just diversify. Right. Um, we have Michelle Trachtenberg. I think her character is Melissa. She is mostly known from Buffy. So, I know her, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she said she would only do this movie because she didn't want to get pigeonholed into horror either from being on Buffy for so long. Yeah. That she's like, 
I'll do it if I die. So (laughs) (laughs) then who else do we got? We got, uh, I think, Crystal Lowe's character. She was in Final Destination 3 as one of the tanning girls. If you know it, you know it. We'll get there soon, Matt. Um, (laughs) Like, she's, like, kind of the Barb of this movie. If you remember Barb, she was, like, the drunk, Mm -hmm. the iconic drunk in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal's not afraid to show her tits. We'll just say that in every movie she's in. Crystal's great. Yeah. And there's the house mother. The house mother. Did you recognize her? I recognized her from my big fat Greek wedding, I think. Okay. And the original Black Christmas. Oh no shit. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah. So no. She she was um uh not Barb, who was she was Phil in the original Black Christmas and she's playing Mrs. Mack. Like Mrs. Mack was like the drunk in this one. She's not a drunk in this mm-hmm. one. But like that was really fun to have a an actor from the original be in this movie. That is so really cool. This cast goes off. Like great casting. We don't get casts like this anymore. I'm just gonna say that. Or maybe it's just because I'm old and I don't We don't know, know people. These, <laughs> these TikTokers. We don't know these new faces. We know Addison Ray and she didn't even get a chase scene in Thanksgiving, but we won't get into that right now. Uh, <laughs> and we get this like she doesn't matter. Her name might be Megan. I think yeah. But she's okay. I think I always thought this was weird. She's like watching her own sex tape, but I think I finally caught on this one. She's only really watching it because it was uploaded to the internet. Like I always thought she was just like watching it to watch it. I'm yeah. Like, you're not even like doing anything. You're not even flicking your bean yeah. to it. You know, like this is weird, but now it makes sense. Cause I guess, I don't know. We don't need a sex tape stuff in black Christmas though. I'm like, this is very like 2006 to me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of different things just happening all the time <laughs> in this film. <laughs> there's like a lot of different like mini problems that that come up, like this being one of them. It just seems like so this. So you think that this uh, sex tape got leaked like that day, and she's just watching it. She's like, "Oh shit!" I don't know. I think it's implied later that. Well, I think he says the boyfriend Oliver Hudson. I don't like Oliver Hudson as an actor. I'm sorry, people. I can never get on the Oliver Hudson trained uh, brother of Kate Hudson. And yeah, this, cause I think he says later, like somebody pissed him off at work and he stole the tape yeah. and uploaded it or something. But I'm like, why are you take, why are you secretly taping all your rendezvous? You creepo. Do you think it's a secret tape? I think so. I mean, cause Katie Cassie later, she's like, like, is this how you get your kicks? Like how many more of these are there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's, I didn't need his character, first of all. This should have been, in my opinion, an all-female cast, Mm -hmm. which, you know, would have a lot of hate nowadays. But in 2006, nobody would care. Like, make this, like, The Descent just less good. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I don't need that boyfriend character in this movie. He's he's annoying and an asshole. Yeah. And maybe secretly film sex tapes. Problematic. He is very problematic. (laughs) And also, I didn't like that... In the original, the bag over the head, like mm-hmm. with Claire in the chair, now it's like a black bag. It just doesn't have the same effect. And all these characters go up there and they're like, Claire? Like, how the fuck do you know that's Claire? There's a, <laughs> there's a black bag over her head. Like, at least in the original, it was plastic, like mm-hmm. clear. I'm like, and I know, like, I think I read that they wanted to make it different. I'm like, okay, no, just <laughs> it worked for a reason. And I, lo- I love how they're like trying to throw the, the chair imagery at you like whenever they can like we see it in uh was it billy we seen in billy's cell he's got the chair he's rocking in the chair obviously claire's rocking in the chair like, like you said a bunch of times they go up and there's claire rocking in the chair 
make this a drinking game. When there, whenever there's some rocking in the chair, <laughs> do a, whenever somebody gets their eyeballs ripped off, do a do a shot. You'd be pretty shit faced. See, and that's like the other thing I didn't didn't necessarily need in this. Like, like you said, the original was just so classy. I didn't need eyeballs popping out of these like, bags. Okay, like I said, I can get on board with a gory Black Christmas because I can accept what this movie is now. Mm-hmm. But there's too much of the same kind of death, like all this eye trauma. It's just a little bit too mean spirited. Like, this is very, again, like, 2006. Like, this is when the height of torture porn, Mm -hmm. and I think that kind of creeped into this movie a little bit, you know? See, but I don't even mind, like, a little torture, but... You just just wanted it to be a classy movie. Little, maybe a little classy, or even if, like, like you said, the kills are maybe, like, different. Different. Yeah, Yeah. it was like, uh, I I don't know, because we do get some different kills later on, but... Well, we'll get to those, but a lot of people hate those, too, for different (laughs) reasons. Some of them are a little Not more believable than others. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know me, like, I think I said this before. Like, I don't really like, I don't know. If, I don't know. It just feels like a little sleazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's the perfect sleazy way to describe it. Sleazy horror is at my favorite. Yeah. That's a good way to describe I it. Get the, I kind of get those vibes. Okay. And then, like, when they're at the the asylum, too, and Billy ends up breaking out, the security guard goes in and is, like, looking around. Like, obviously, he, he pulled, like... It was pretty clever of Billy to turn that um, candy cane into a weapon. But it's like, how are you going to go in this poorly lit room? Come on, security <laughs> guard. Like, you had this coming to you. We just didn't need those scenes. Yeah. We could, could just spend Give, like. I want more of these girls hanging out, getting to know, know each other's relationships. Like, that's more fun. Instead of just cutting back to 1976. Oh, God. So here we go. We have this horrible mom and her, I mean, her husband's kind of hot. I was I'm, just I'm, like, she looks way older. I'm like, how'd you bag that? And then she's banging some ugly guy, which I guess is true to life because it happens a lot. But still, like, <laughs> yeah, girl, but normally it's like the other way or like she hates this child because it's all what is it? Jadis? Yeah, I think I think so. They okay, say something about like his liver over the top. Like they, when they cut to this baby, I laugh every time because it it's obviously they color corrected it in post production. I mean, I get it. Like you can't, you'd probably don't want to paint a baby because you know paint's got toxic. Yeah, they can't stuff. be great. But like it's just so over the top. If anybody's ever seen Sin City, I think it's Nick Stahl's character. Who did we? Why did we just talk about Nick Stahl? Oh, he was in Disturbing Behavior, and T three underrated T three. Not that bad, people. Um, John Connor, right? Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, maybe just like a slight tinge of yellow. I don't know. Maybe they could have just found a baby who had actual jaundice. Yeah, if you're looking for <laughs> subtlety, yeah. it's not in this Black Christmas 2006. But yeah, the, she she definitely outplayed herself here getting this husband. And then she's just a giant bitch to him. I do, do have to say... I think this actress, because um, Glenn Morgan and James Wong, they come from the X-Files, same as uh, David Nutter, which is disturbing behavior again. Um, I think she was in the famous X-Files episode called Home, which people say is like one of the most disturbing episodes of TV ever. I should probably check that out, mm-hmm. honestly. I think she was in that, so they brought her onto this. I think the actress does a good job. I think she's bringing it. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't need this these scenes at all. So it turns out that... 
she ends up being mean, like super mean to her her son Billy. He, she so, tells him that Santa's dead. Yeah, iconic. And, but the fa- <laughs> the father seems like a really nice guy. He's like he's comforting Billy. He's like, don't worry, like Santa. He hides him a present. Yeah. I do kind of like how they set up, though, that there's like all these like little secret passageways and he really knows the house. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun if they focus like more more on that. And like that's how he gets to all the girls mm-hmm. in present day because he knows his house. He's been living in there all this time. So and that's kind of creepy, you know, mm-hmm. living in the walls and all that. It's funny because I just saw a TikTok and they were talking about like how. I don't know if this is like a real issue, but they were saying how it could be an issue like in some houses where you have like they call them froggers. I don't know if that's the Mm, real term. There's a pretty good movie uh, from a few years back called I See You that dealt with froggers. Oh, so that is a real term. Okay, it's a it's a real term. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, is Billy a frogger if it's his own house, though? (laughs) No, they're frogging his house. So he's got a right to be upset. Right. This is, this is like, he's like, this is my swamp. <laughs> but poor Billy hears his parents arguing and goes to check up on them, looking underneath their door, only to see that his father is pretty much being beaten to death by the mother. Pretty and, fucked up. And Chekhov's black plastic bag, which, you know, will make sense, I guess, with why he uses it. Mm-hmm. Which makes you wonder where he got all these plastic bags from. Does he just like go to the grocery store and he just like grab a bunch? Does he? Is he reusing a lot? Is he is he ordering them off Amazon? Because there's no Amazon in the seventies. <laughs> I did like the one shot where they are uh, the the wife and the boyfriend are burying the husband's body, and Billy's there looking over them, and they see him, and the camera just pans over real quick over his eye. No, I do think. One thing that I really like, I do think this movie has some good directing and the cinematography is really good. Like the camera angles, like Mm -hmm. there's all these like low angle shots or high angle shots or like off kilter shots. So, you know, I do think Glenn Morgan has a good eye for horror. And I do want to check out the Willard remake. From what I understand, it is pretty decent. Um, Justice for Glenn Morgan. Maybe if the Weinsteins would leave him, would have left him alone, the movie would have been better. He could have made his own masterpiece. Yeah. He just needed a little more faith in himself. But the phone calls are nowhere nearly as creepy as the original. No, they're just somewhat like somewhat aggressive, not like too terrible. All right, Michelle Trachtenberg has a funny line though, where she's like. Somebody's like, should we star six nine? She's like, that's just gonna call him back unless you know there's something you want him to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like that they had because Bob Clark directed the iconic original, and his other iconic Christmas movie was a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they have like the famous lamp in this movie too, like with the it's like a girl female leg. Mm-hmm. So that's a cute little Easter egg. Oh, I didn't even notice that. What's not cute to me is this Eve girl who's so random and weirdo. Is that who they're trying to make us think the killer is? That's gotta be, right? Don't they do like a direct like crossfade between Eve and Agnes? Agnes? Yes. That's so cheap. That's just like, yeah, you're baiting us. Come on now. That's not cool at all. And she's so so weird because she gives her a glass unicorn this is another easter egg because that's what killed barb in the original Mm -hmm. so that's cute but she's like here mary elizabeth winstead whatever your name is in the movie i don't know she's like because i know you like the bible and stuff which i have no idea was there a unicorn in the bible not from what i recall from my youth not that i recall either i 
don't know why she said that. I'm like thinking, huh? Eve, okay. you're weird. You pop out of nowhere, just leave, and then we find your decapitated head later. This is why none of the girls like you. <laughs> so I don't understand. Is she part of the sorority? She's just stopping in because this is like the first time we're seeing her. No, it's just she is part of the sorority. It's just like it's just weird that we don't get any mention of her. I don't think before this, it's just like, oh, here she is. Okay, she's gone. Maybe did they even and have? They a- want us to believe that maybe she's the killer and maybe Agnes. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did they maybe have like a throw? I don't even remember if they had a throwaway line. Like, oh, where's Eve? Oh, she'll be here maybe soon. Maybe they did, but like, I don't. It's something. Something they need to make more pronounced that there's this Eve character. Right, because then later is like the whole thing where they find weird stuff in her room and maybe she's obsessed with Billy. But like, all this goes to goes nowhere. Do they- you want to talk about? incestuous oh billy's this is billy's this is mom. just gross this isn't fun that's like, not, I, I like to watch this movie because like i said it's trashy fun yeah but this incest is not fun so this yeah this is like to me where again like this movie is just trying to be like hardcore edgy like push the envelope but does it in the wrong ways like right because the tone of this movie is so like goofy that like don't get me wrong like I don't support incest, obviously, but like if your movie's gonna have it, like if you're a serious movie, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be grossed out, but like it'll make sense. It's just not needed in a Black Christmas, you know, over the top remake. So Billy's mom ultimately rapes him. It seems like, and then nine months later, she has a daughter, Agnes. The cut to nine months later with the baby is kind of funny though. <laughs> Darkly funny. <laughs> But then, yeah, like you said, it like fades. Uh, you got Agnes's face, and then it fades out over Eve. So of course, we're all thinking like, "Oh, this is maybe Agnes's Eve." Who knows? Okay. Oh, and I also just so I don't forget uh, another thing with the fucking Weinstein. So if you watch the trailer to this movie, there's all these awesome looking scenes that are not in the movie that they went and just purposely shot for the trailer. That's shady. It's shitty. Like, there's this scene where um, Lacey Chabert's character, like, she's getting, like, dragged into, like, this spinning wheel of death with Christmas lights, which looks awesome. Like, there's a scene of, like, somebody falling off a roof roof wrapped in Christmas lights, a scene of somebody who's not in the movie, just some random actress, like, underneath a frozen lake and her arm, like, comes out. Like, and, um, Michelle Trachtenberg's character's, like, got a shotgun, and she's, like... Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Like, it's just really shitty to shoot scenes that you know aren't going to be in the movie. It seems like it's just a waste of money and time. They're so shady. Like, there's definitely trailers that you'll watch and you'll be like, oh, that scene didn't end up that, in the movie. Yeah, but it's like that one that's scene. that's a little different yeah. because they probably had the intent. But mm-hmm. by the time they get around to editing the movie, it's mm-hmm. caught. They're such shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, Kyle, again, he's. He's got problems. He's the but, worst. I like the killers better, honestly. But, but uh, he got what he deserved. But like more of the more of a problem is too. Like Kyle, why are you just creeping up in some girl's bedroom just because a window's open? Right, and then the one I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's like, you don't know if Megan's in her room, and you just came from inside her room. <laughs> like <laughs> call him out. But yeah, I think now like nobody's here for his shit, right? Yeah, they're like get the fuck out. Well, he kind of insults them all too. Like, like he's like, "Oh, I stay here. Like, I live here all the all year round, and you girls are only here for like a couple years or whatever." Then you leave, and calls him like 
I don't know, like spoiled or like bitches spoiled or something like bitches that. Bitches or so- yeah. It's like, what what butt crawled up your ass, Kyle? Like leave him be. Right, but then do they kind of want us to like him later? Yeah, I'm like no, the damage has been done. Yeah, like why why do I care about him now? But then we get another flashback thanks to Kyle. Jesus Christ! This is why <laughs> he's, he's also, but he gives us more flashbacks. To it's Christmas now with Agnes being I don't know like seven eight nine being older, and she you know she's like the love of her mom's life, and she she's being the mom she's to not Agnes. Yellow. She's not yellow. She's being the mom to Agnes that she never was to Billy, which I don't know. So Billy ends up going on a rampage, essentially this night. He goes and you see him like on top of Agnes like popping one of her eyes out or scooping one of her eyes as he does and then he's able it's like his finishing move the eyeballs yeah it's like a mortal combat character finish him but then yeah she he's done he gets done with agnes and then he ends up killing both his mother and the boyfriend but then again does the the weird like edgy to be edgy thing and just starts cutting her skin with cookie cutters and baking them. Yeah, this is the kind of gross stuff I do not like. I don't need a fucking Billy being like the family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre eating people. Like, it's just gross. Like, the close-ups of him, like, he's, like, dipping it in milk and eating it. I'm like, and I'm not, like, a prude. I'm not, like, you know, I don't, like, dislike my gore sometimes. Mm. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. I I love my gore, just again not in Black Christmas. But to those of you who love it, you you stand you your ground. So they say Agnes got sent to an orphanage, right? And then she's just like never heard of again, or she leaves the orphanage maybe, and she's never heard from again. So Agnes must have escaped then. Right? Do we know when though? Like, was it the same day Billy did? Like, we have, we have nobody no was like, "Oh, hey, maybe they're gonna go back home." Mm-hmm. You know, where's Doctor Loomis when you need him? <laughs> okay, then we meet. They go downstairs and they meet Kristen Cloak. I think her name's Lee. Yeah, because that was on the, the that was on the gift, the beautiful the penmanship. Yeah, and I do really li- love Kristen Cloak. She was the teacher in Final Destination, and she's also actually Glenn Morgan's wife. So oh. we know how she gets her roles. No, just kidding. <laughs> I do like her in this movie. Like she's got as um, Lacey Chabert's character says later, I love your cult. She was great. I liked her as uh, as Claire's sister. She's, you know, very concerned. She was wasn't going down without any answers, you know. Right. Because it seems like she kind of has a maybe not the best relationship with her sister, mm-hmm. but. It seems like she wants to change that. I mean, but we do have this constant theme of family in this movie. Family and sisterhood. Mm -hmm. It's like a little bit like, it felt like I was getting bashed in the head like Billy's mom with that fucking rolling pin. Like, okay. too much. (laughs) We get it. We get it. (laughs) Yeah. At one point, they say to Kelly, like, oh, you, like, how would you know you don't have a sister? She's like, yes, she does. It's, again, subtlety is not (laughs) something these filmmakers know of do we also want to talk about this the biggest what do they call those little thumbtacks holes oh. it's he's looking out of this hole i'm like the hole would not be that big but okay yeah we're panning over the poster and i'm like i thought immediately to myself oh i bet you one of the eyes are going to be the peephole 
in the poster. Those eyes were creepy. It was yeah. creepier than anything in this movie. Let Did they up. use the eye, though? No. They used it out of this fucking huge-ass hole. Thumbtack people. Which I feel like we have a lot of thumbtacks at work. Like, there's no way you're seeing anything Let's through the hole they make. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to test it. So with Lee there, she ends up finding a gift from Billy to the sorority group. And she's like, oh, wow, this is clever. That was nice of him. He was was being, uh, you know, just the Christmas spirit. He just wants family, damn it. So I think what Claire and her sister, what, they're like 12 years apart. And Claire wanted to, like, talk to her and get to know her. But she wanted to have nothing to do with her. So like you said, now she's, like, back to, like, try to help that relationship along. And there's this whole thing when Kelly and Kyle are in Megan's room. Like, will they see? Because I think he sees the laptop with the porno and doesn't just immediately go to exit out. It's kind of fun, though, when like the screensaver comes up and like saves them for a second. Yeah. But then when the power goes out, like, oh, oh, oh as soon as the power went out, I was like, oh, yeah, there's definitely going to be some some notification on that laptop. I kind of miss the Christmas lights, though, when the power goes mm. out. And we also have Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, yeah, I just call her that the whole time. Um, she she goes to weird-ass Eve's room. I don't know. She, like, finds these eyeballs, but it's, like, this music cue. Like, it's so dramatic. So everyone hears uh, Kyle and Kelly yelling. There's so a lot of tension they, here. They go to check, and now everyone's turned on Kyle. No one wants Kyle around, which including so. Including us, right? Yeah, I'm, I don't need more we Kyle. We did not need any men in this movie. <laughs> Is this a thing? I could be completely wrong completely wrong because they like look out the window and they're like isn't it weird that we don't have power but the one other house on the street does like is it normal to have like two only two houses on a street i don't think i've ever seen that i would say it's very not normal i would also think that if they didn't have if they had power and i didn't have power i'd be a little concerned but then i'd probably look at the next house like i don't know if there's a house up to like the left I don't know which house they saw. Let's say it was on the right of them. The last house on the left. Yeah. yeah. So then they should look on the left and see if there's a house with power. And they don't. Nobody even tries to go over there. No. I mean, maybe they do they say they're not home. They could. But well, when did you turn your lights? I'm, well, maybe not. I don't know. Sometimes people. Well, maybe in 2006. Keep them. So you think they're home. They could be like they'll have timers or switches. This is the lights automatically go on to deter people from going in those houses because mm-hmm. they're on vacation. I'm going to guess they're home. I don't know, though. Okay, so drunk girl. I thought it was clever that they had a peephole in the tile, but I'm thinking she takes the tile up and picks it up, and, like, (laughs) you don't notice the giant eyeball just staring at you? Well, she's, like, three sheets to the wind. Yeah. That didn't bother me. She's gone. I just felt like this was, like, the most awkward angle to look through. I don't know. I thought it was clever because, like, you're getting, like, to kind of see what the killer's seeing from this angle. We get a little bit of butt and... Side boobs. Classy side boobs. Tasteful side boobs. This is more tasteful than her new teen in FD3. We'll just say that. But you're a little perv, Billy. Or is this Agnes? You're a little perv, Agnes. (laughs) I don't know. They don't look too yellow, but I really do feel like Billy Lens also lens with the, all the eyeball things mm-hmm. in this movie fuck off um <laughs> like i feel like his yellowness like changes throughout each, the whole movies here's what i wish they did a better job of explaining too so we know he breaks out and we're to assume it's the same night as as this night or did he break out like months ago that's why like i 
feel like they're trying to make it. They think I feel like they're tr- they think they're being clever mm-hmm. by throwing us like off, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, this is what the movie should have been. It should have been like this is a pretty short movie, but like eighty minutes. One night, which would be different than the original because it's a few different days and nights Mm -hmm. in the original, like have it be a contained horror movie. They're trapped in this house and just slashery goodness. It's just too complicated. That's That's my opinion. That's fair. Just you don't have to fuck with the original too much. You You can update it, modernize it a little bit. But because I'm having fun with these actresses that we know, mm-hmm. just hanging out with them, they would have more screen time to develop a bit more, yeah. which was needed because these flashbacks take away from that. Somebody should turn this into a short film and get rid of all the flashbacks and the asylum. It would be like a 10 minute film. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I really enjoy when I saw Gretchen Wiener. I was like, oh, my God, I know someone. This is awesome. Cool. I was so sad she died this yeah. early. I want I need a more Gretchen Wiener. Yeah. No, for real. So she's. Do you partake in her Hallmark Christmas movies, which she's known for? I don't like know. That's if I, her big thing. She Mariah Carey directed one, too. No. <laughs> Random. Yes. How did how how to do? I mean, I think all those movies do well, honestly. So. <laughs> well, it's it's probably like the similar like reviewer issue. You kind of, I guess, re- the same. The people who are reviewing those movies are the people who probably love those movies to begin with. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what you're gonna get with yeah. each film. You know, like oh, I definitely don't mind a Hallmark movie every now and then. Okay, this. <laughs> I don't know why this irritates me, but uh, Lee finds this. There's like a kind of a jump scare where she opens up a closet and there's like. Uh, Santa Claus picture thing, and he's like red. Yeah, random like, Santa. Why is he red? Like, I don't. Why is it red? Why do we? Well, this has never been brought up before. Like, we have no idea what this mask or what this thing is. Maybe he was out in the sun. Like, Santa doesn't <laughs> get a lot of sun. He got burnt. Santa's not using that uh, sunscreen. He should be because he's pretty close to the sun, I guess. So yeah, unfortunately, Gretchen Wiener Wieners dies here. Although I do, will have to say. Do you, do you remember, is there any more flashbacks at, from here on out? I feel like... I don't think so. Okay, I think, like, from here from here to the end, I'm pretty much on board. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, dumb slashery goodness. Because mm-hmm. we don't have those fucking flashbacks that we didn't need. Like, she dies. I will say, though, I do think this... The, I do, as I said, I do think this movie has some good directing and good cinematography, but mm-hmm. the editing's kind of trash. I'll blame the Weinsteins. Because uh, they're a little... Like, her little fight underneath the house is, like, kind of badly edited. But uh, she dies, unfortunately. We need the Lacey Chabert cut. More Lacey <laughs> Chabert. But I was impressed she was act- actually able to find a peephole. And she drops her cigarette down, which seems kind of unsafe. Dropping your lit cigarette near like a wooden deck, but that's okay. Uh, she had great aim. I find that very satisfying to watch when she does that, though. I'm like, Ooh. I mean, it was snowy, so maybe it's not gonna really take off. Yeah, but. and I did like. Listen, she her character has an arc. She's like, I'm not the spoiled bitch that you guys think I am. I'm gonna go underneath this fucking house, which I wouldn't fucking do. No, that seems like a bad place for that too um like who wants to do that but she goes under there justice for dana maybe i was just like gretchen. <laughs> just lacy, just gretchen wieners gretchen wieners so the killer's whole thing is like every time he kills a girl he calls 
obviously not from the house because he can't do that again. He calls from the cell phones of the girl that he killed, which if they had some sort of tracking back then, they'd probably be able to figure this shit out a little easier. We get more razors. Where did we talk about a razor? Was it P2? Did she have a razor? Yeah, P2. P2 yeah, yeah, yeah. We're only going to do movies with razors for now on. To live our and nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like we said in that movie, um, she was using her razor as a light, and they do it again here. They're using their razors as lights. We stand a razor. Bring them back, like a modern version of a razor. They I have that. Oh, they do? They have a flip. Like, it's a flip phone. It's a touchscreen flip phone, but it's a flip phone. I'm getting one. So they end up realizing that Gretchen's dead. <laughs> And they make an attempt. They well, they find out Eve's dead as well. She's decapitated in her car, and they make an attempt to call nine one one. And again, just like P two, they're having like high caller volume. It's like, are people really calling this much on Christmas Day? Well, I think they said not to defend this not great script. <laughs> like, there's some kind of because of the storm. Oh, that right. Could, that could be it. I could believe that. I can let that slide. But you're telling me you're, you're going to call and say, yeah, there's like our friends have been murdered. Oh, it'll be two hours. They say two hours. I think they said, is there something like wrong with the bridge? There's like a pile up or am I making that up? No, there's something. Well, I there, feel like they're traffic wise. There's something preventing them from getting there. I can't remember what it was. I but feel like it wouldn't take two, two hours. Yeah. You so. think that like on the list of calls that you get a few murders in one spot in one night would probably be higher on that list. In my professional opinion. So now we have a what would you do scenario, Matthew. So we get two different tribes here. We get the one with Mrs. Mack and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. They're like, all right, we're going to get in the car. We're just going to go somewhere, I guess. And then you have <laughs> the other girls who are like, oh, no, we're sisters. We're, <laughs> we're, we're staying down. We're going to grab some weapons and just hang out. I think. What uh, do you think? Is the right move. Here. I think I would execute the car move, but with everybody. Right, but they don't all want to go. <laughs> yeah, I would like force them come with me, because then you wouldn't have what happens in the car happen, because you would all be together and be better. But I don't think. But staying. I mean, I, but the problem is though that these girls who stay, they don't stay in the one room. <laughs> yeah, they they don't. <laughs> they separate the decisions they make. Well, I think they think. That the killer's outside, right? Which, come on, watch yeah. more horror movies. Uh, they the choices they make, they both don't execute each choice perfectly. Like if they if they stay together all in the house and just stay together, they'd probably be okay. <laughs> the the rest of the movies, them just sitting in the living room. Billy's like, please separate. They're playing Uno. Okay, I guess <laughs> I guess I'm not killing any more girls because I don't see Billy or Agnes like just running out and killing everybody. No, they're That's all not about their stealth. style. And I also love that. I don't know her name. Crystal Lau. She's just the drunk. She's just sleeping through like the rest of this movie. <laughs> she's tired. She's had a long night. She's sleeping through a massacre until she's <laughs> molested. But we'll talk about that when we get to that. I did think it was funny when Mrs. Mack, she like shows Mary Elizabeth Winstead the um, ice brush. And she's just like, what is this? And she's like, you spoiled bitch. <laughs> and she's right. Tell me this girl's never used an ice brush before. But Mary Elizabeth Winstead deserved a better death than just blood splatter. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was kind of lackluster for sure. But I would say the icicle death is even more lackluster. 
okay, a lot of people hate on this kill. I don't know if I hate it. I, I think it's I would say of fun. I would say I hate it. I'm it's not on board with it. It's very Final Destination-y, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think they Which like makes sense. They alluded to it a little earlier because she looked up or did something, and there was like a small ice, like icicle dripping. Well, that was uh, Lacey Chabert. Oh, yes. It, it um it hits her cigarette and it goes out. Yes. But they set up icicles, set up small icicles. I mean, an icicle wouldn't do that. I would think it now nah, it would probably give you a concussion before it would just like rip through your eyeball. I think they're trying to be funny and it makes me laugh. <laughs> so if you find enjoyment out of it, you, you do you. <laughs> this movie's a lot of fun if you're drinking too. I'll just say that. Like if you just don't mind if you just don't mind the ride you're in for I think Matt would stand this movie on a rewatch, especially if he was drinking. I'll have to like do a couple of drinks beforehand, then we'll, we'll watch it for next Christmas together. I need together. to warn you for now on. Okay, this is a drinking movie. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll drink. <laughs> okay, so then Dawn from Buffy has her little moment. So this actually was reshot, and you can watch the um, original death, I think, probably on YouTube, where she just got the standard eye gouging out. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they changed it to something different where she gets hit with the ice skate, which I guess I don't think it would necessarily do that. Give you that big of a gouge in your head. But I like seeing her scalp just like hit the window. That was fun. And I think, I don't know if this was intentional, but like she starred as the titular ice princess in Disney's, well, ice princess, I think the same year. So maybe that was like a funny thing with that. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about my least favorite scene in this movie. This probably. is your least favorite? The molestation. What more than the molestation earlier? But at least that was just implied. Like we have to sit <laughs> we have to sit through this poor girl getting her breasts and other things mm-hmm. molested. This just is not necessary. Again, this, this is just gross. This is the edginess. It's trying to be edgy, but it's, yeah, it's everything was trying to be edgy in this time period. Maybe that's why I don't always love, like, the mid-2000s. Except for House of Wax, I stand. We just don't need sexual assault in Black Christmas. And see, I thought here, like, she she knows what's going on. Like, I'm glad she woke up. She knew what was going on. She didn't panic. She had a great plan. I'm just surprised that, like, it didn't work out. Because, of course, she realizes what's happening, grabs the unicorn from earlier, and tries... Unicorn from the original. From, ooh. And... That's right. And then she tries to stab her attacker, who she thinks is right next to her. But no. It would have been cool have her stab him, get a little bit of revenge, then she could still die. Yeah, You know, something. have a little struggle. Yeah. A little, little scuffle. Okay. Um, <laughs> what also kills me about movies in this time period is when they're texting, and it's like you at, like a you, and then like the at sign. Oh, <laughs> so fun. Uh, okay, can we talk about the thing that I've always questioned? I never understand it in this movie. What's that? Is when everybody's like, we have fucking, what's his name? Kyle, Oliver mm-hmm. Hudson's character, who I hate. Like, they find Crystal, Crystal Lau's body, no eyes, of course. Um, and then they, she like calls one of their phones and they hear it ringing from like above them Mm -hmm. and they see the light from the phone and i'm like where is this fucking light coming from what what is this roof that's (laughs) an editing that's where it it comes from (laughs) it doesn't make any sense to me it's a bright ass light on a on a razor flip phone 
I'm like, why not just have them hear it? Like, what is this like? Somebody that would make explain sense. this to me. Don't maybe the walls are just super th- super thin. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. But I don't. You're right. I don't think light would penetrate like a wall like that or a ceiling. It's I would give ceiling. this movie a star more on Letterboxd if somebody could explain this. So we get two stars. <laughs> I would give this movie mm, two and a half. I might give this movie three and a half. Three I mean, I watch it like every other year. Three and a half. Do I think it deserves a three and a half? No. I feel that's, like okay, that's the problem I have with Letterbox because I'm like, there's a score I can give it where it's like my critical eye. Prof- I shouldn't call myself a professional, but like, like what I think a movie deserves mm-hmm. or what my like my personal enjoyment of it. You know what I mean? So I usually go somewhere in the middle. That's fair. I mean, you have to be able to kind of separate that because you don't want to give like a like I know like what you did flop. last summer. Let's say yeah, the movie's got a lot of problems. Is it one of my favorite movies of all time? Yes. So does it deserve five stars or not? Even though it's, I know it's not perfect. Right. I don't know. Four and a half. That's there fair. You there you go. Okay. Give it a, a little ding. And the girls just seem to like die pretty quickly. Like after we get they, our last, they get picked off. Yeah. Pretty quickly after the last flashback it's like boom 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 so now of course they see the the mysterious light in the ceiling so they know they have to go into the attic glenn morgan come on our podcast and tell us what that fucking lights <laughs> so of course they go up one by one kyle first thank god like we all know what's gonna happen to kyle i do love it in a movie when somebody gets like grabbed all of a sudden though the grabbing bag mm-hmm. that was good <laughs> it was pretty good here like we get a lot of fighting and stunt work and stuff. So this is kind of fun. A lot of screaming. A lot of screaming. A lot of screaming girls. Some eating of the eyeballs. I, it does make me laugh though. Like Lee is like pulls a brandy from I still know what she did last summer. Is like through the floor, and like Kelly's trying to help her, and it's like, but they Billy and this is like that reveal kind of right that there is too, which like yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. It's like they. It's like. They wait for their presentation. This is like Rebecca Gayhart and Urban Legend with her PowerPoint presentation almost. Like they have this whole <laughs> setup. It's like they wait for them to reveal what's going on. And then Lee is like, okay, back to falling through the floor. You know? <laughs> okay. And also another nitpick, which I think I've complained about before, is men playing females as the killer. Oh, some dudes playing as Agnes? Mm-hmm. This was like a random crew member who they're like, oh, hey. You look like you could be scary, I guess. Put on a wig. I don't know. I just, I think it's kind of gross trope for <laughs> reasons. To, you know, the implication, like, why we always have to cast men to play the killers as females. I'm just over it. Like, just. You don't like men dressing up as women is what you're saying. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what I meant, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Why just, why just not get a, another strong female? But maybe they, I don't know. Thinking back to the cast, like if they got someone really strong and we didn't see her up until now, then we'd be like, "Oh, we know it's her." You know what I mean? That's the only thing. But get a like a no name female actress, yeah, crew member. I do really like the scene where Katie Cassidy's like in between the wall, and you have Agnes coming towards her from the bottom and Billy from the top. Like that's kind of a scary situation to be in, you know, because you're like, how the fuck is she going to get out of this? Mm -hmm. But thank God Lee and her fabulous coat is there with some weights to bust through the door. Which I got to give it to Lee there because she's like using all of her force with that with that dumbbell. But she does not seem bothered by it at all. 
Obviously, <laughs> like obviously it's a prop dumbbell, but like she's just like bam, like she's like She Hulk. He's an icon. So they all burn down. Movie's over. But no. So we okay. think. Okay, again, like I don't know if I needed this whole okay last the, act here. Here we go. I think I've been behaved this episode, but how could I not? This movie walked so Scream 4's hospital ending could run. <laughs> like, does this not give you Scream 4 vibes? You're right. Remember? Like, but at least, like, in Scream 4, Jill's, like, this should have ended, ended at the house. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that was much better. And this, I think, was a Weinstein thing. Because originally, I think it did end. There's, like, three or four different endings. Like, I think the one that they wanted was them just getting a call from like Agnes or something. And yeah. The camera pans out like a little bit more classy, but mm-hmm. setting up like, you know, maybe a sequel or the terror isn't over or whatever. But, you know, they wanted this whole thing. Like they're both still alive. Like, yeah. You're telling me no one checked their bodies. I mean, they got burned. It's not like the worst morgue ever. It's, it's not like the worst. Whoever bags the bodies. Terrible. Probably the paramedics had to because they had to pronounce them dead. So I would think they would have to figure it out. Oh, they got a pulse or not. They're like, it's Christmas. Like, we shouldn't even be working. They're like me on Christmas. <laughs> we even get some defib- defibrillator action like in Scream 4. I mean, <laughs> See, I really wanted Lee to make it out. I was Kill gonna... Katie Cassidy. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I, I do like Katie Cassidy. Don't get me wrong. Go back and listen to our When a Stranger Calls episodes, which was me just standing here the whole time. Like, Lee, I like Lee better. <laughs> yeah, Lee was just so much more of a badass, it seemed like. Just the way she presented herself. I mean, she's also older. Obviously, 12 years older than these other girls. She just kind of unceremoniously gets her neck snapped. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, everyone else gets these like elaborate, bl- yeah, blood splatter, decapitation, eye pop, and for Lee, it's just a quick neck snap. And then also like, uh, Katie Cassidy like has this kind of badass moment where she's like beating Billy with the crutches. I'm like, okay, you go, girl. But mm-hmm. then she drops the crutch. He picks it up and trips her with it. I'm like, do better. Like Kelly, you should have known it was gonna, on. she was gonna use it on you. Okay, you want to know what I think would have been really good. For an ending is if, if they want to keep this hospital scene, they keep it brief and they just keep it with like them crawling around in the attic. But like we don't see them in the attic of the hospital. Yeah. Like it because they like okay. yes. they, they hear them crawling around in a room. And if they like just kept that and then just and she's like, hello, and then it fades out. That would have been awesome. I think. That, I'm here for that. Right, you like that? Then you don't know. Oh, like, did she make it out? What's going on? Are they still alive? Like, I don't even need to see them killing the mortician guy. But if they were just, if she's just in her hospital, she hears it. Then you're like, oh, is it her just hearing things too? Like, we don't know. And they would have saved a lot of money without all this action. They could have just got one little room. <laughs> but yes, we get when well, she uses the defibrillator on Agnes, kills Agnes, and then. She essentially just kind of like pushes Billy over a ledge. It falls onto a Christmas tree. And then she's like, okay, we're done. I do kind of lo- love a movie, though, that it's like once the killer's killed or whatever, it's just like, okay, we're no, done. None, like, nothing more to show what you. What else do we need? You know what yeah. I mean? It, w- it was nice that they had his shadow in the background, if you saw that. Again, the cinematography goes off in this mm-hmm. movie. It does a lot of the legwork for this movie. <laughs> we'll just say that. 
So this movie's got its stellar cast and stellar it, cinematography. It does, and is that not enough, <laughs> Matthew? <laughs> Just need a little more. And those amazing Christmas vibes. Like, this is a good background movie, too, Honest, for, Christmas, for December. Honestly, when they, like, pan to the actual cookies that little Billy is getting ready to put out for Santa, I was like, Damn, I could go for some. Did you still want a cookie after he dunked flesh cookies into milk and we got a fucking disgusting close up of him chewing through like the tendons and stuff? I could probably like, yes, I could (laughs) probably go for a regular Christmas cookie eating eating that. (laughs) And I'm talking about like not even the homemade shit like the Pillsbury comes from the can that you just kind of cut off. You know what? Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. Or you just for lazy. Yeah, you just plop them on and bake away. Like I, do you like the you know people always have like the basic like tray of Christmas cookies with the variety? Mm-hmm. Are you here for any of those or uh, are you more of like just a basic sugar cookie? I go with a basic sugar cookie or I, I forget what it's called. It's some Italian cookie. Mm-hmm. It's like a I think like a lemon drop lemon something, but it's basically vanilla with like a hint of lemon and it's got like this vanilla frosting over it. I'm not a lemon guy. So good. Oh, that was that was that was my favorite Christmas cookie growing up. I think my aunt also makes really great Christmas cookies that are just a plain like sugar is this cookie. The aunt that listens to our show sometimes. No, this is my other aunt. I don't know if she listens to our show or not. I have to ask her. <laughs> yeah, I'll see her. I mean, I might see her at Christmas. So I'll ask she her. She listened to a couple, and she's like, "I'm out." Not for me. My mom also does Oreo balls at Christmas time, which I've, I've had. I've partaken in the Oreo balls, and they are delicious. I, I told her we need a big order this year because there's like 40 people working in our department. <laughs> I say something shady, but I won't. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Oreo balls for everybody. <laughs> this is the uh, Christmas cookie stands podcast. Tell us, people, what is your favorite favorite Christmas cookie, and what is your favorite Black Christmas film? The original of 2006, is, is 2019. Some people that prefer this movie over the original, even. I, I could see that. Like, if you really like gore and don't mind going for a you fun know, some ride. People are like, oh, it's the first one. Oh, it's too slow. The first <laughs> one is slow, which I, I'll admit that too. But, like, I it it's and okay. Really, I don't mind it. Right. Like, there's a difference between, like, a, like a slow movie and, like, like one that drags. Movie. Yeah, a boring Slow does not equal boring, you know, but we hope you all had a, a wonderful Christmas as <laughs> yes. this is this should be coming. out, I think the day after. So hopefully you indulge in Chris, several Christmas cookies, had lots of presents, gave yes, lots of I presents. Santa red face Santa gave you plenty of gifts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, final thoughts on this movie. Not your favorite. Not my favorite. It was it was nice to see a remake of Black Christmas, mm-hmm. seeing what they did it wasn't I, for me didn't. Wasn't hundred percent my favorite thing, but not bad. Yeah, it, it got me in the mood honestly to watch the original again. And you can't go wrong watching that movie because it's a masterpiece. Um, yeah, like I said, I've definitely grown more fond of this movie throughout the years, and just you know embracing what it is and not comparing it to the original as much. I just mm-hmm. it's a frustrating movie because of the flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, like I feel like there's a better movie. You know that which is some changes could have been made, but overall, like still, this is a great movie to put on during the Christmas time because of the vibes, and you know we have calligraphy porn, so it's <laughs> all you need. Uh, that's got to be a thing. I got to work my penmanship. My penmanship's ass. Maybe that's why I don't get all my presents. I ask for Santa. I have horrific handwriting, so 
And I've seen your handwriting. It's much better than mine. <laughs> it's, mine's ass. I'll take that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been fun. Again, hope you had a great Christmas. But what do we have next time? Next time, and we might even be in the, the new year for our next. We will be. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Damn. So for our next episode, we have John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes. Not Christmas horror, but it is snowy horror. So it still works. Still, still thematic. Yeah. So. And we'll be officially in winter. Well, I think we're in winter well, for this one, too. It's not technically. Is it? Technically winter. Winter, I think, is like December 20, early 20-something, 20 21st, 22nd, 20, okay. somewhere around there. So it'll still be themish. For us, it'll be snowy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but follow us on social media, at Horror Stands, on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on TikTok, at Horror Stands Podcast. If you can give us a follow, a review, or a five-star rating, it really helps us out. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Yes, thank you to each and every one of you who listens. Again, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a great New Year. And we'll see you for the next one. Mm